Hey, peace and blessings to you. My name is Jerry B. I am the entree musician and so are you. Today we have an special, uh, elite, different type of show today because uh, the brother I'm going to interview is not a musician himself. However, he has come up with an innovative program and opportunity for musicians. We're going to get into the thick of it. If you if you know me more than five minutes, you know I don't know a thing about sports, but we are introducing the Music Sports League today. It is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and it's dedicated to the development, promotion, and administration of music performance sports. Now, you're going to ask, what is music sports? And that's why the commissioner and chairman of MSL is here with us today. This is Juan A. Thompson. Brother, how you doing, man? Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Man. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate you taking your time out of your schedule and coming to help us out. I believe your organization is in its infancy, if I'm not mistaken, and it's really yes. being birthed in the Richmond and Hampton Roads, Virginia area. Is that correct? Right. Yes, sir. That is right. Yes, sir. Well, with respect to your wonderful, wonderful website, which uh, I've kind of poured over a little bit, as I said, I don't know much about sports. I understand competition other than being an entity that provides music uh, promotion for artists. Are there and, and having that sports theme? Are there any other benefits that you can cite? Can you just set it up for us and just give us the layman's terms for what you're offering most definitely most definitely so the benefits to you know being a part of the league as a player because i always tell artists all the time um, i consult pretty much a lot of artists pretty much on a daily basis and and uh you know you and you know as well that the traditional way of promoting your music is is not obsolete but it's getting more and more difficult for artists up and coming artists because of the the level the oversaturated market it is so many artists out here doing music so many songs being uploaded to Spotify, like 40,000 a day, for example, you know, so it's, it's, it's more and more difficult to, 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 to promote your music traditionally. Like the internet is oversaturated, it's, you know what I'm saying? So artists will need new forms of promotion in order to get out here and make a name for themselves. So we provide that, you know, and yes, it is still in its infancy, but it's still, it's still a revolutionary, unique and historic way to, to promote their music. Understood. Well, that's very good. And so now would the artists themselves uh, be like a Jerry B and like not know a thing about sports and sure. be able to, to uh, you know, get involved? How, how would they do this? So, so to kind of give a brief description, music sports is like, music performance sports is basically like what you see on, on American Idol, The Voice, and it's like an NFL infrastructure combined so it's like music competition on steroids gotcha. <laughs> you know what i'm saying because like the nfl like the nba there's a draft there's a preseason there's a regular season there's a playoffs and there's a ranking system and all that good stuff mm -hmm. and that's what we provide for the artists so the stage shows the independent recording artists are the players of our league and music performance competition is their sport i see so so that's the way it works so basically what like for example right now we're going to be uh, soon. We're we're currently accepting submissions um, for the song versus song series, which is a four game, four virtual game series in which we're going to draft eight players.
to compete over four games in which their songs will compete head to head against each other in a series of games, four games, for example, and each game is, is conducted as a single elimination tournament. I see. I see. The cool thing about that is that the champ, the champion for each game, because each game is, like I said, a tournament. So there's a quarterfinal, semifinal, and final for each game. Mm-hmm. And the winner of each game advances on to the playoffs, which is going to be a physical game. It's actually going to be live at the Rough House Boxing and Fitness Center in Hampton, Virginia. So they're going to compete against each other live in the, on, in the boxing ring. So what are they doing uh, prior to that? Is that live or is that virtual? What you know that oh, that the, the playoffs is going to be live. The playoffs is live. The virtual games is the the four games that we're doing. That's going to be virtual, which is going to be on our website. Gotcha. I understand. Now you you've said on your website that uh, you are in line with um, major label A and R. Uh, men and women, but uh, do you have any professional athletes that are aligned with this as well? You know, and it's funny because a lot of people, they get it misconstrued that when they hear music sports, the first thing that comes to their mind is they think that athletes are actually being musicians. And it's not that. So that's why I always have to be very specific in saying that the independent artists are our players in which we call them music sports athletes. And music performance competition is their sport. So, for example, stage performance competition, them stepping on stage and competing against each other, that is music performance is sports sport. right there. That's the sport right. in itself. I can't. Right. Exactly. There you go. Okay. Gotcha. Because I get that all the time. Man. <laughs> Just trying to slice it, you know, trying to slice it and dice it. You know, what is it and and, and how does it work? You know, so I, I understand right, it now. Right, right. So uh, the the A&R uh, uh, personnel, what actual, other than being judges, are there any other roles that they play in the uh, life of yes. the artist? Yes. So we have our own A&R team. On our, we have an A&R team, which is a little different from the traditional label A&Rs. We have an A&R team that their, their job is to mainly go, they do recruit. So during the off season, they're going to be out there recruiting for different talent. They'll be at different, you know, uh, talent shows, open mics, things like that, recruiting talent and, you know, potential for the draft for them to compete in a league. So, so, but during the season, they play as a, they play as the liaison uh, between the league and the, and the, and the player. And if like if the player has any questions, any concerns, anything like that, complaints, things like that, they will reach out to their A&R and the A&R will reach out to us the league. Um, yeah, but from a major label A&R's pers- perspective, we do have major label A&R's that we're tr- we do have them involved, which is awesome because um, the thing is, is that our goal is to one, we want to become the major labels A&R's A&R, right? Meaning that we're gonna we'll bring in the talent. We'll we'll com- they'll compete under our league. Where our goal is to, of course, boost their their fan base, make them more you know marketable. You know what I'm saying as far as fan base, revenue, everything like that. And then that way, by the time they're pretty much done with the season, then you know they're pretty much radio. I mean, label ready. If they if that uh, then that's all, of course up to the artist. If the artist wants to go that route, because some artists may not want to go major. They may just want to stay independent, which is totally fine. But we want to give them that option in the event that they want to do that. You know what I'm saying? So we do have the labels involved and our goal is to really get them to, to really get really involved. Because right now we're still like on a 
we're still on like a trial thing where they're gonna let they're gonna allow some of their ARs to see what kind of talent we have so far. And you know what I'm saying, but it's not guaranteed they're gonna sign on and be a, really a part of it until we show that we showcase that we do have the ability to produce talent on their yeah, level. That's real cool. Now, uh, please let us know what are the major labels that are being represented by uh, the A. For example, like Def Jam, um, Atlantic, uh, Rock Nation, and uh, and also Young Money. Wow, that's good. And so, what type of contract do you or agreement do you have to enter in with the A and R's? I'm sure their time is not free. How does that uh, flow? Yes. It does cost. <laughs> it does cost. It's not. It's not cheap. It does cost, and a lot of it's coming out of my own personal pocket. I see. But it's. It, but it's. But but you know what? It's what needs to be done to make make the the dream happen. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't. That doesn't bother me at all. You know. Of course, we would like to get more donations and more financial support and get monetary sponsors, and that will come over time. You know, and I'm okay with that. But for right now. I've been investing in this for years and I'm, I'm going to continue to invest into it until it makes it, until it gets to where it gets to. That's excellent. I appreciate your tenacity. Uh, I do think it's an uh, innovative con uh, uh, concept, even though Thank I you. don't know about sports myself. I thought, wow, you know, we have <laughs> to have a dialogue about what this actually is uh, because I'm sure there are costs that comes to uh, the, uh, performers or the, you know, the artists that you attract, it, you know, is there any payments that they have to pay into and you're not the only one digging out of your pocket or how does that happen? So I want to, and I want to put this out there, like, you know, I, as a, you know, as the commissioner of the league, my goal is to not ever have to take payments from any artists. We want to pay our artists, our players to compete in our league. We want to, we are a revenue sharing league which means that for right now, because we're not franchised yet, we don't have, we have one franchise, which is the Seven Cities franchise, um, but we are a revenue sharing league, which means that any revenue that we generate from the league, from a league standpoint, what we do is we'll retain a portion of that pro of that revenue for our, you know, for our operations and expansion and things of that nature. And the remainder will be equally split out between our players. I see. So, so there is so for right now, yes, we do charge like a, a, a competition fee, but you only are charged a competition fee, which means that you don't you don't pay for you don't pay to submit your music for draft consideration. You only pay a competition fee if you get drafted to compete. The reason why because the reason why it's like that is because doing a submission fee is not fair to me because if you submit, let's say we charge twenty five dollars for a submission fee, but you don't get selected to compete. So you just lost $25. You have nothing to show for it. That's not that's not right. So we charge a competition fee because you will get something in return, which is exposure and opportunity. Understood. What's the cost of that, may I ask? So it's a one-time $100 competition fee, for example, for the uh for the draft coming up here that we're doing for the Song versus Song series, the eight players that get drafted, let me take that back, not the eight players, but the seven players because the number one pick gets their their um weight, their fee waived. So the number one pick in the draft gets their fee waived, but the other seven does have to pay that one time seven hundred dollar competition fee. But again, they're getting uh they're the 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 level of promotions man they're getting over that that series is invaluable because we're promoting them like they're a they're an athlete. We're promoting their matches. 
we're we're paying for ads and everything like that to drive traffic to the website, which is giving their songs more exposure, more potential listeners, more more potential opportunities for people to like become fans. And then we're what we're doing is we're tying it to the 757 and 804 markets so we can drive as much traffic to our site to get more local, our local community to support our local talent because a lot of people in the 757 and 804 don't really know we have as much talent as we have out here. Understood. We want to show that we have so much because there's a lot of people out there that don't know anything about independent music, for one. And then two, they have no clue that we have this much talent out here. And it just, we want them, we want to get them to rally around our local artists. That's the difference between us and Atlanta. Places like Atlanta, LA, New York is that they have this union-like community where their locals, they all support their independent music out there. And that's why they're so, well, they're so beyond us right now. We need to catch up to them. So this is why this is so important because over those four games, the players will compete with four different songs. Each game, they got to use a different song to compete with. And then if they make it into the playoffs, they perform three more songs. But if that's only if you move on to the next round, because if you lose in the semifinals, you're out. But if you move on to the finals in the playoffs, you're performing two rounds of, of songs. So basically, that's three songs. total Overall, if you made it all the way to the championship, you're looking at seven overall songs you're promoting. That's basically like a mini EP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our goal is to drive as much traffic so that way they're – we get people listening to the music and they both listen to the matches and then they'll vote on what song they think should move on. But the, the bigger picture of that is that everyone that we're driving to the site, that's why the songs do have to be listed on Spotify because we want them to be a Spotify listed song because of the way, the way the, the matches are going to be set up on our website. But every time they click on that song to listen to it, to make their votes, that is giving that player a stream. Yeah. Understood. You know what I'm saying? That's and if they if they're properly, you know, if they properly register this their stuff right, that's why on the website there's a lot of education about understanding performance rights organizations, understanding copyright, understanding how Spotify works, all that good stuff. Because we want them, we want to make sure the players understand that look, this is not just this is just not promotion. This is money that you can potentially make off of this, off of this, you know, and and then build long-term fans on top of that. Yes, I understand. You said something earlier about seven cities. Can you explain that a little bit? What is seven cities? So the seven cities is the Hampton Roads area, essentially. So seven cities, yeah, seven cities is like Newport News, Hampton, you know, Norfolk, Virginia Beach, all that. So it's called seven cities collectively. But what we're doing, because we want to, because Richmond is like about an hour away, right? So we want to combine. We So what I wanted to do is make the first franchise of the league, which we want to make, the music sports league are the independent artist competition series, the actual sports league. We want to make that a 32 franchise league similar to the NFL and NBA. But the first franchise is the seven cities. So we took 757, which is the Hampton Rose, and we took 804 and we combined them to make them one franchise. I get it. So, you know, I mean, you're talking to a small town uh, guy. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure, you know, that I understood exactly uh, what was going on. But one of the things that intrigued me, and you said it uh, just a couple seconds ago, was respect to the education. And so you have something right. that's like a university um, situation set up. Can you un- unpack that for us? 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So MSL University, we're still working on that. So that's why, guys, you need to donate to this nonprofit. <laughs> like, we need your funds. We need it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, like I said, I have no problem donating. Don't, I donate to the Music Sports League every single month for my personal paychecks. I have no problem with it. But we are developing a MSL University, which is an online version of it's an online portal, educational portal. And we want to provide the players of our league the educational resources that they need to put that way when they're done with music sports, because they're not going to compete in music sports forever. They're going to, you know, one day they're going to go branch out and do their own thing as an independent artist or as a major artist, either or. And we want to make sure we educate them in other areas of, you know, business, that general business from practices, you know, finance, you know, the music industry business as far as, because there's a lot of artists out here that, that are doing music that don't really know much about the industry. Absolutely. They, they, they're they so passionate, which is, I get it. You're so passionate about your music that, you know, you don't really have time to really, you know, get out here and do the education. I get it. But it's so important that you know your basics at least. That's right. So we want to make sure they know about publishing, how they're going to get paid, what to look for in a contract, what to look for in a management agreement, Things like that. This is to make to tune them up to get them ready for that next level, whatever that may be. Because again, like I said, they, their next level may not be going with the major label. They may want to start their own label, or they may want to, you know, just put out music. You know, so you know, the, we just want to make sure we prepare them for that next level. We want to make sure they have the proper uh, places in, in in place. Like for example, we want to make sure we have mental health awareness for them as well. So that way, because like I said, competition, a sport, and you say you don't know much about sports, but competing is very stressful. I boxed for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's very, boxing is very, a very stressful sport because you're, you're consistently training, keeping your weight up and down and trying to, you know, trying to make sure you're staying competitive, you know, learning about your, your, your opponents. It's a lot of stress that comes with boxing or any sport for that matter. And we want to make sure we make sure mentally, we have them mentally on point. So that way they're ready to compete at a high level every time they step on stage. Oh, that's very cool. Now, since you're, you're I mean, I, I was going to ask, since you're not a musician, what was the motivation to uh, to have the alignment with uh, mu music? But you're an athlete. So that answered that question right, right there. So that was one of it. <laughs> so um, I've been in the music industry since 1996, um, since my, my, my friend took me to a recording studio one time back then and I, and I fell in love with the atmosphere. And ever since then, I didn't know what I wanted to do in music at that time. I just knew I liked music. So I started making beats on what's called MTV Music Generator on the PlayStation. And I was making beats and I fell in love with that. Um, and it was doing that for a while, but then I found my niche was, was more on the consulting side. So I found myself doing a lot of research. Like I was actually fascinated with the business of music. There you go. I was very fascinated. So I self-taught myself. I had a lot of mentors as well, but I majority of it was me just reading and, and educating myself about music, publishing, everything like that. So I, I'm practically almost like a lawyer, which is without a degree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but I, I'm pretty I'm pretty knowledgeable. But 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 in 19 but in 2014, actually 2013, I was watching American Idol, and while I was watching American Idol, not thinking nothing more of it, because I had never done a music event in my life. I just thought to myself, "Wow, this would be pretty cool to see like rappers and singers on a stage competing against each other." And that was nothing more than I didn't think nothing more of it. Wow. Like I went to sleep that night, and then I found myself in this dream. I was in this massive arena, and 
I was just so amazed by the atmosphere. It was so electric. I was more looking around. I was looking around the audience and, and, the, the, and, the, and the ambience gave me of a sports event. I was like, this is crazy. I was like, this is, this is dope, right? But in the middle of the stage, in the middle of the stadium, happened to be a stage where it was a rapper and a singer going against each other. Huh. And I was bugged out, right? So, <laughs> I mean, the next, then, and then we, and then I was, then I saw, then I caught myself. I was watching those same players that were competing. They were in a press conference, like after a boxing match. You know, I think do press conferences after boxing matches. I was like, I was just bugged out. I was like, I cannot believe this is what I'm saying. I can't believe what I'm saying. So I woke up the next morning, told my mom, I called my mom, told her about it. My mom was like, I don't think that was a dream. Well, I think that was a vision. And I said, okay. So I, and I didn't think nothing more of that, but I just went online and started doing research and found nothing, just found nothing like it. So I just took it upon myself and said, you know what? I need to make this happen. I, th this needs to happen. I don't know how to make it happen because I've never done music event in my life. I've never done anything like that. I just knew that I just had to do it. So I took that burden, put it on my back and just started working. Took two years to really develop the league and learn the infrastructure of sports because I had to read a lot of information about NFL, NBA, you know, tennis, boxing as well. And then in 2015, I did my very first music sports competition. And I'm telling you, that was the most emotional day of my life. <laughs> I'm certain it was. Well, again, your tenacity is there. Your passion is there. You were just like uh, right on point. So I'm grateful to meet a brother who really and truly believes in the vision uh, that he has been given. Uh, the final question I would ask is what type of demographics or genres uh, would you include? Is everyone welcome? Is there an age restriction? Is there a genre restriction? So there's no genre restriction per se. It's like, this is still new. So right now, the majority of people that are submitting are mainly rap, R&B, pop, you know what I'm saying? But we're, you know, we're open to all genres. My thing is, if you get drafted, you're in. You know what I'm saying? That's the way I see it. Um, you know, so if you submit your song, the music does have to be radio edited because we don't allow profanity or anything like that. Does have to be radio edited, um, so that's important. We get a lot of submissions, but they don't—they're not radio edited. So we got to reach out to them and say, "Hey, you got to submit another song." Um, so that's important. But like I said, all genres are, are allowed to, to compete right now. We're not at the capacity where we can do a band yet. We're just not—we want to get to that point, but right now it's just solo artists. So I tell bands or groups, I say, "Hey, if you have an artist in your group or band." that you may want to represent your group or, or, or band in the league, you can do that. But, you know, we just can't have a band on stage quite yet. We we're trying to get to that point. But right now, man, that's that's how it works, man. All genres are welcome. We want this to be an overall league where all genres can compete head-to-head -head to determine who are the best independent artists in the country and eventually the world, ultimately the Olympic Games. What about ages? You know, are we... So uh, the age group for right now for the senior Huh? Senior league. Okay. I, I was like, are you the senior league. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we do. So we have a see the senior league is from 18 to 34 years old. Gotcha. Um, that's the, the age range uh -huh. for the junior division, which we're working on that right now. The junior division will be 11 to 17 years old. Gotcha. Gotcha. So nothing for 60 year olds. 
I mean, I'll be honest with you. We got 60, some submissions 60 right years now. Like, is, we, we out. We out. We, right? we made we made some exceptions. <laughs> we made some exceptions so far. If the music, hey, if the move, the music's on point, hey, we'll you know we're like hey, but uh, but definitely, man, we've gotten some submissions so far from order from artists that are forty years old, but their music is so good you really can't turn them down. You're like, man, yeah. that's some quality stuff. You know, some quality stuff. We really can't. Turn it down, you know. So, so you know, we're it's, hey, it's still developing, man. You know what I'm saying? So, it may, right, right. We may, we may break off on that one day. I don't know. That's absolutely excellent. But again, I, I do appreciate the time that you've taken to help explain what it is. And if you go to musicisoursport.com, you can learn much more about Juan Thompson, his vision, and, uh, you know, just a lot of information. That's what I was really impressed with. But I have to ask, is there a question you thought maybe I would ask you? Uh, you get asked it all the time, but I didn't ask that question. Could you answer the unasked question. You know, the question I get all the time in emails, like almost daily, is that is music sports an an athlete competing in music? I see. And I get that question all the time, and I always break it down to them, and it's like, hey, well, it's actually the artists are the athletes of our. We call them music sports athletes. Gotcha. So they're the players of our league. Music competition is the sport. So. You'll see one day, you will see music sports athletes in commercials getting endorsement deals. You'll be seeing them the same perks as traditional star athletes get today. You're going to see music sports athletes getting those same perks. Trust me. <laughs> That's absolutely <laughs> excellent. Well, thank you so much, uh, Brother Juan, man. And, and also, you know, I can't remember the last time that I've had a, a bald brown brother uh, join me, you know, <laughs> all the entree musicians. So thank you for the balance, man. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And we will be in touch. And uh, look for Juan Thompson again on musicisoursport.com. Uh, I think that this is a very innovative way uh, for artists to do music uh, promotion. I had my doubts at the beginning. I'm going to just be obvious and confess, but thank you to the brother for breaking it down for us. I want you to go to musicisoursport.com. I also want you to go to the entremusician.com where you'll find resources and educational material and other tools which will help you in your career. That's why we exist. Okay, my name is Jerry B. I am the Entree Musician, but you know what? So are you. We will definitely see you next time. God bless.